0: You're listening to A Journey with Chris and American English. Hello, and welcome to the ninth episode of my podcast. What exactly is General American English? In this week's episode, I want to talk about what exactly General American English is. A potential response might be, well, the dialect of English that is spoken within the United States of America. While yes, your response would be technically correct, it is lacking and thus leaves a lot to be desired. Over the past couple of weeks, we have been talking about English and its evolution. American English is just one of the varieties that has evolved out of European English. Furthermore, I want to go over how you can be more motivated in your English studies, and then we will finish off with this week's expression. With that being said, let's begin. General American English. GA, General American English, American English, General American, and Standard American English all refer to the same dialect of English that has become the de facto standard of the United States of America. It is native to those from the Midwestern United States, such as Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri. Nebraska, North Dakota, Ohio, South Dakota, and Wisconsin. It is the main variety of English that is spoken by the vast majority of U.S. citizens, myself included. Some varieties of Canadian English, especially those along the Canada-United States border, share a lot in common with General American. Therefore, Canadian and American English are often lumped together. Now, there is a lot of variation within the United States. A person from New York has a different accent than someone from Texas. As is true of all standard varieties, General American is seen as a way to bridge the gap between us accents so that mutual understanding is possible. While we all know that English originates from England, Once it left the motherland, there was no way for it to ensure that the English spoken within the American colonies would always reflect that of the colonial masters. These differences were intensified once the U.S. finally broke free of England. We touched upon pronunciation, the differences between British and American English a couple episodes ago, so if you want to hear about those differences, please listen to that episode. This time, I want to talk about some other features that make American English stand out. Webster and Mencken, defenders of an American English. Webster and Mencken were two men who helped to shape and defend American English from those who proclaimed that American English was nothing more than a perversion of British English, a sentiment that is still held by some today. Webster was an American lexicographer who lived from 1758 to 1843, so he lived through and participated in the Revolutionary War against England. It could be therefore said that he was an ardent supporter of the then newly formed American identity and American values. This was one of his key motivations in dedicating himself to creating and compiling what is now known as the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. His dictionary is thus synonymous with the American language. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, there's no such thing as the American language. That is a fight that you will not have to take up with me, but rather with H.L. Mencken, who wrote the book The American Language in 1919. Even though the book was written over a 100 years ago, it is still surprisingly relevant. It is in the public domain. If you are interested in a more in-depth analysis of the American variety of English, then look for PDF versions of the book online. In the same vein as Webster, his book was seen as a defense of the American variety of English against the voices of dissent. It was somewhat controversial in its day because it advocated for a descriptive approach of American English and the defense of Americanisms. American English has always been compared to British English often been seen as the inferior variety. However, due to the US's involvement in World War II and the exporting of American culture, these sentiments have slowly, but surely, started to change. Expanding on Chris's daily language tip. Tip number one, motivation, consistency, determination. Last week, I talked about three things you need to have to be successful in language learning. Motivation, Consistency, Determination. Have you spent the last week wondering how you could incorporate these points into your language learning habits? Motivation is very easy to maintain in the beginning because everything is fresh, new and interesting. It's a bit like puppy love, isn't it? Or maybe it is a bit like the honeymoon phase of a marriage. Once the initial magic is gone, you're left wondering what it is you're supposed to do with yourself. It is thus important to first establish goals as to why you are learning in the first place. These goals should be grounded in something solid. For me, I was very interested in German culture and my German ancestry. That was the driving force behind my learning German. To this day, that is something that has always kept me interested in the German language and being a part of the German culture. As for being consistent, I want you to try something called time boxing. This has nothing to do with the sport. Time boxing basically means that you allot a certain amount of time to a certain activity. You set a goal for that time frame, and you see if you have met your goal once the time is up. For example, let us say that you want to study 10 words for 10 minutes. Set aside 10 minutes every day or every other day, and try to see if you can learn 10 words in 10 minutes. After the time is over, assess whether you have achieved your goal. Then you can continue doing something else like jogging, swimming, playing video games, etc. The point is to have a fixed amount of time for a fixed activity. Lastly, determination. I was talking to one of my students about determination, and she wanted to know if determination, perseverance, and persistence were the same thing. I must admit that this made me ponder a bit because they are very similar, but not the same. I think that if you are persistent in what you do, then you will not give up. This will also make you persevere. These two points build the foundation of determination in my opinion. Determination ties in with having a strong goal and honest motivations. Remember why you set out on this journey and always keep that at the forefront of your mind. Expression of the day. As always, let us go over some expressions together. To talk a mile a minute, to eat one's words. To talk a mile a minute basically means that you talk very fast, something that I tried to avoid while doing this podcast. If you have a friend that tends to talk very fast, you could say, my friend, Johnny, he talks a mile a minute. The second expression refers to the notion that you will prove someone wrong if someone you did not like said to you there's no way that you can run a kilometer under three minutes you could say to them just watch i'm going to make you eat your words this just means that you're going to show this person that they are simply wrong usually the person will have to admit this too which is often quite unpleasant that's it for today's episode thank you so much for tuning in and listening to my podcast If you liked this episode, disliked it, or have any comments regarding this episode, then please let me know by commenting on my blog or by sending me an email at christophermichaelchandler at gmail.com. If you want to be featured in an episode or have a specific question that you want to include in the podcast, then please let me know. Alright, take care and enjoy the rest of your day.